Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, today on Lowell's, we check in on some controversy in the DFS sim world. Then we break down some potential hidden edges in the fantasy playoffs that people might be overlooking in their drafts. And then, of course, Brian and I are going to hop into Best Ball Mania 4 draft because Lord knows I need to keep racking up these stream drafts in my quest to stream all 150. It's Lowell's. Let's do it. I, does he think... I think he thinks go. this. He thinks this is a go. Vegas Dave thinks this is a go. Hot naked girls doing yoga. What? Why don't you just win like a man? Random.org. Type <laughs> in one for yes, two for no. And let the DFS guys pick for you. And I'm absolutely begging you not to do bus. <laughs> Please don't do bus. All right, Brian Hooper. We are gonna do. Um, some best ball stuff today, but we got to get to the hot news in the DFS streets. We had talked a little bit about the new uh, stochastic Sims last week. And um, you tagged me in a tweet last night. It looks like um, some individuals have gone rogue, perhaps um, upset with the price point for the stochastic Sims and said, Hey, we're just going to release our own code for these open source Sims. Is that how you kind of interpreted uh, this little Donnie Brook on Twitter? There's that plus I think they felt they were ripped off. Ripped off by who? By the stochastic team. What is their association? I mean, I did see this guy Blaine who he quote retweeted, which was interesting him releasing this. And then in his bio, it says he writes for awesome.com has not updated his bio in a long time, clearly, but what, what would have made them feel ripped off? Uh, so now we're totally in uh guest world here. I have I mean, no, that's what we do on no show. idea, but just, <laughs> but I won't let that stop me. Peace. Um, yeah. I think they have a like nerd channel in their discord. These two guys are DFS player coders and they were all working on some project that uh-huh. was in this, this, uh, GitHub. Yep. And then maybe that stopped. Maybe they made that private. Uh, who knows? And then months later, Stochastic comes out with their own Sims. These guys feel slighted. Mainly, it looks like this uh, Chan Zero fella. And yep. uh, but they had it all public anyway, so I don't think this was a uh, you're charging too much. So we're going to release the Sims uh, yeah. as much as it was. They were public pretty much anyways before. Uh-huh. If you knew what you were looking for, or you're kind of in this knee deep in this, this part of the DFS world. So like I was aware of it. Um, so I'm sure other guys were. And um, maybe that's a shot, you know, that I'm guessing that that's the shot is come on. We were showing you guys how to do this. Now I will say like from, you know, I know a lot of these people and stuff like that. And I know Steve was working. Steve Buzzard works there, was working on this. And Steve knew how to do all this shit years ago. Yeah. Way before they started their, way before Osmo was even on disc or stochastic was even on discord. 
Uh, so he's completely capable of doing this all on his own. I know for a fact. I have old Sims of his in my hard drive. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So like I could prove that that he was well aware. The other team and all that other stuff, I don't know who else was working on it and who was doing what. It wasn't just Steve. It was like a bunch of Osmo guys. So, um, I mean, it's hard to – most of this stuff was not known to the public at all, and it's mm-hmm. brand new. Um, so, but, you know, there was a decent amount of people who kind of knew how to do this before anyways. Not that many. Um so it's tough to claim copyright, you know. Uh, right. I know he's not saying that, right? But uh, I don't know. I, I, but I can, I can also understand where he's coming from, you know. Like, oh, come on. Like, we were all working on this together. And now you're charging two hundred a month. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, and there, there is a lot of subtext buried in this. So for the audio listeners, we have a tweet pulled up. So uh, user Blaine Jungworth had tweeted, "Want to sim PGF." Uh, PGA DFS contest. If you know how to install Python and use the command prompt terminal, <laughs> that's going to narrow the amount of people who this is applicable to. You can use me and Chan's Python GPP simulator completely free forever. Here's the repo updated fork until it gets merged. And then Chan Zero quote retweets this says, I'll have my own thread regarding this in the near future. Always love it when someone threatens a thread on us on Twitter. But for now, poke around and see what you see. Here's where it gets juicy. Good sim tools shouldn't cost you upwards of 200 a month. Clearly a direct shot at stochastic, followed by especially per sport, especially not tools of dubious origin. And that's kind of hinting at what you were saying, as if maybe there was some kind of group mind meld all working on this together and something got forked off at some place. Just to reiterate, this is my guess. I have no idea what these guys are are bickering over, but that's what I think went down. Uh, and you can see the first, I just saw this. Do you see the first comments? Jason, who used to work Jason. for us. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Um, yeah. how, how quickly we turn I, on each other, Jason. <laughs> I will say looking at this tweet, um, I don't know if we were trying to recapture the run peer sport, ship it nation view counts engagement. Um, I don't know if we're going to be able to use uh, a sim DFS controversy to help us out. Even the engagement. Yeah. On- is, is pretty weak. I don't think anyone cares. I don't think the Python bros are going to. But inner, inner, inter, inter site drama actually does work a lot, even, you know, like even though it's sim related, because like now Jason's with Fantasy Golf Bag. I'm sure uh, Levitan liked my tweet, right? He normally doesn't like my tweets. Like he'll get like, like one occasionally. So like, I'm sure ETR would love some some drama on this, you know. Um, so you could you might be able to pump those numbers up just just yet, Pete. Right, let's let's this is we just we just wanted to briefly mention this since I tweeted it out. I do enough niche stuff. Uh, this might just be too niche of drama. Although you know, we'll put our usual thing out here. Uh, Chan Zero, Blaine, if anyone wants to come and and talk about uh, what happened, you know, this is Lowell's, It's our job to be a clearinghouse yeah. for this stuff. So if you have any information, I feel like the guy at the end of Unsolved Mysteries putting out like a bounty to help find a, a lost child. If you know what happened deep within the stochastic Discord and the splintering of Simbros. Contact us and talk to us. Um, so all let, right. Let me say two more things before yeah. we finish up. So I have talked to some stochastic people a little okay. bit briefly, and I don't want to talk about what they said, but I think they're going to disagree. So, uh, but also we'll welcome obviously both sides of the argument if it gets if it gets to that point. And I will say, 
before when I was talking about the price point, I thought it was too low. Now, uh, you know, that it's multiple sports and stuff like that. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of happy with the price point. Uh, personally, I don't, I don't know. I like it. I, I like the idea. I, I like their business model of you got this like, you know, $3, $5 day pass or whatever for people just like want it for a day or two. Yeah. But like middle pass where you can get your stats, build your own shit. They also have like this other lineup generator, which they've had for like six months or a year, which people didn't get pissy about. Um, and then this is kind of like your high end product. I just don't want the um, others. I don't want what I think is going to happen is all these other sites uh, compete uh, on this kind of sim level and it gets more and more efficient and they get better at it. And the price has to drop because you're because ETR has one and whatever right. Roto Grinders has, has one. I'm assuming Ron Pierre will never have one uh, <laughs> based on their brand. Um, and then, and then you, and then you got like 18 bucks a month, the best sim possible. And then it's pretty much a completely efficient market. So that's yep. what I'd like to avoid. Uh, but it's whatever's going to happen is going to happen no matter what we say on this show. So anyways, Man. Is, is it truth, Brian, can we put that on the lulls tombstone? Whatever is going to happen is going to happen regardless of what we say on this show. That's, that's <laughs> for us. It's a variation of don't sue us, bro. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will also say very good segue here. Justin actually commenting. I will say the tweets have been helpful in helping me learn Python. I have their Sims loaded, but still trying to figure out how to use them. This is also a great chance for me to plug uh, Fantasy Data Pros, partnered with them on my best ball streams this year. They offer uh, coding courses teaching you Python for fantasy sports specifically, you can get 25% off any of those courses with promo code Pete if you're looking to take advantage of the free sim repos floating around on Twitter. Brian, uh, I want to talk about some best ball playoff edges. And what's fun about this conversation is the very first time I started talking to you about best ball, I believe it was about two years ago at this time. We were pretty early in to doing lulls. Best ball mania two had just launched. And I remember sending you the uh, tournament settings for Best Ball Mania 2 and being like, anything jump out to you? Like any any edges or anything that you think might not be efficient here? And you immediately went to week 15 to 17 and thinking about the things we can actually control variable-wise as far as where are these games taking place? Are they dome? Is it warm weather? Obviously looking at some strength of schedule stuff. And um, I still find now two years later, obviously everyone's hip to week 17, but it doesn't seem like I never hear any analysis about the specific um, strength of schedule for 15 to 17 relative to the rest of the season schedule, as well as a lot of these weather elements. You hear about the dome games, but you don't really hear a lot about I'm fading this because of an outdoor weather game. I'm kind of curious um, because we've been working on some stuff behind the scenes for the brick draft caddy. Where are you at this year as far as looking at the fantasy playoffs for some potential edges? That's the next thing we're adding uh, to the caddy after DraftKings. Hopefully later today we'll have the DraftKings auto drafter on the um, uh, available for download. But then the next thing is a playoff schedule adjustment. Um, I kind of like. I know. I thought it. I thought it was kind of com common knowledge or something we talked about before. And I'll I'll say this, Pete, for. Um, the things in life we don't affect, like the, uh, the three things we yeah. do affect are, are like, um, you know, we, uh, best ball correlation, dupes and Sims. 
So um, those things weren't popular when we first started this this show. But uh, I think the playoff schedule edge is bigger than the week 17 and 16 correlations personally. And they go hand in hand in, uh, in my opinion. And so that's what the auto drafter is going to do. Um, hopefully the next couple days is well, well, the user can slide, do whatever they want with the sliders, but it will be an option on there and the default will be pretty high. Um, Cause that's how, what I think the best default strategy is but is to take into account um, how the, the 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 team schedule. Uh, right now, it's just based off of the um, the team the point the point total projected yeah. point total for those weeks. But the difference between how they would they're projected out in weeks one through fourteen compared to weeks fifteen through seventeen, and I think it's just kind of an easy little hack to figure out the difference of like what matters here, because if you just like stack team totals, like, of course the chiefs are going to be right uh, popping in your whatever, in your model, in your head or what, however you're doing this, but that's because they're the chiefs. So like the real difference is, you know, how are they compared to their week one through 14? Uh, and, and, and what's what's better than a quick look at their team total? Um, I mean, you still do want like dome teams and and warm weather teams, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But like comparing it to ADP, like if Pat Mahomes is high because he's Pat Mahomes, and they're going to score a lot of points because of Pat Mahomes. You know what I mean? So if yeah. you're just looking at it as a team total alone, I think you're going to be like double counting. And 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 picking from our thing that's already baked into ADP. I know mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure I explained that very well, Pete. Maybe you can. Yeah. So I'll just read. So if you guys are watching the stream, um, you can see a file that I have pulled up here. But for the audio listeners, it is looking at average team total weeks one through fourteen for these teams. So that's on the course of the regular season on average Vegas projects them to score this many points. Then Brian has a second column looking at their average for weeks 15 through 17. Obviously this is the fantasy playoffs where we need to finish in best ball mania first out of 16 in our pod week 15 first in our pod in week 16 and then first out of um, 441 teams in week 17. And so what Brian is saying and I agree with is that a lot of the general over the course of the season team totals is already baked into ADP. We already know this. And so where you might be able to find players who are undervalued or overvalued are teams that have a higher average team total weeks, 15 to 17, when it matters, than they do the rest of the season, because the market's probably pretty good at baking an ADP for one through 14, but they haven't shown to be as good at just prioritizing 15 to 17. So we have a few teams that jump out here on the chart. You can see the Cardinals are projected to score almost two points lower on average. That's a team no one's in on, but there are some more interesting ones. The Washington Commanders, a team I'm excited about. The Baltimore Ravens, a team a lot of people are excited about. These guys are six, 7% lower average scoring in the playoffs. Is there any other way you think people should be kind of interpreting this stuff? Well, that's adjusted differential. So I hid the other column. So almost all the teams are projected to score less. And I think the reason is because it's the weather. Um, 
Don't don't yeah. tell that people don't want to believe that weather impacts uh, team totals and, and game <laughs> well, environments. I don't know why then. Let's just say I don't know why, which is the truth, honestly. But Vegas is predicting all scores from weeks 15 to 17 to be generally lower than their 1 through 14 scores. And you could go look at this yourself. So I adjusted the average is about 4% less. And so mm-hmm. this is that just to make it look, you know, uh, you know, it's just it makes more sense to to adjust for that, um, that it's they're all 4% lower. Yeah. So like, I guess a few of them would be higher anyways, but the, it's actually lower than 4% uh, for or 7% for Washington. Uh, you could see it's almost three, three full points, right? And uh, projected team total. Yeah. So. Yeah. So yeah, Washington is in in Baltimore, and uh, you know I'm sure you got you basketball bros, the guys who do this full time can go like, oh, here's probably why, here's probably why, here's probably why. Right, and I wanna I agree completely with what Easy is saying here. Weather definitely impacts totals, but if you pick a player early in the draft, you'd be doing a disservice not to back that pick up with correlations, regardless of the total. I agree completely. This is not saying I am full fading these teams like I'm going to keep taking Trey McBride and Rondell Moore in my drafts despite this especially when it's correlated with my Eagle stuff what I think this exercise in the way I am going to apply it is almost gently nudging my exposures in another direction towards some of these teams and it's really nice when it aligns with some teams that you already think are undervalued like the Packers have been a team I've started to zero in on um, I really like a lot of their available options late, the prices on the running backs, seeing that they're getting a little bit of a boost here, they might be a team that's undervalued. And so I know it's an overused term in the best ball space to say used as a tiebreaker, but that is what, you know, looking at this stuff, I'm going to start shading a little bit of my exposure to some of these teams with a better differential and to, like you said, still the teams that have a lot of the dome and warm weather games in the fantasy playoffs. Some of that's going to be baked into this total, right, where you don't want to double count it. But I do think these are the things as we, you know, scurry around looking for every possible edge, these are one of the last remaining ones that haven't been fully uncovered. And I, I for the record, that like on the auto draft or on the draft caddy, like I specifically don't want to force anything. That's why it's all sliders and correlation. And you could adjust it yourself because I don't want like, no, force a bunch of week 17 correlation. Like, because that's a bad strategy. I don't think the week 17 correlation helps you as much as some people think it does. Like, I, I think it helps, but like, I think it's better to just leave it as just like a tiebreaker or slightly bump. Um, that's just my personal opinion. So, like, I agree with you. So, like, no one here is arguing that you just look at this chart and then draft based on it. It's just a whole bunch of different edges that you're trying to add up together to give yourself to some ROI expectation that's possible. Yeah. And one thing that there are some interesting things in here too, and, you know, uh, easy pointing out this one where I think there is maybe a little dissonance. People look at the Indianapolis playoff schedule, their home versus pit in the dome at Atlanta in the dome 16, and then back home against Vegas in the dome. So like that check Mark looks good. The Vegas team total average for them is bottom what is it? Bottom six in the league, averaging 19. Yeah. The only teams with less points average weeks 15 through 17 are the Rams, the Texans, the Commanders, the Bucks, and the Cardinals. And so that's why they are scoring out um, not as well overall here, just in the total average. But I do think that's an interesting one of like, what do you prioritize? Do you, I know better, Anthony Richardson is going to be a breakout offense, and then I'm getting three dome games, or 
are you trusting the Vegas totals that this team might not be that good? Uh, well, I mean, I, I I don't know if people are saying that this the week the the uh, week fifteen through seventeen Vegas scores are just about domes, like right? They're not clearly they're about the opponents you're playing against, and so I think it matters if Green Bay or whoever is playing against weak opponents, like though their expected point total will be better than their one through fourteen week point total, and but people aren't factoring that in to the ADP, like they're just adding. You know, I predict this guy's going to get 10 points in week one, 12 in week two, seven in week three, right? And then they add it and rank it. And then people go and look at those rankings that the professionals are making and then draft based off of that with some other stuff sprinkled in. And then that's how we have our underdog ADP. I don't think they're going, oh, but also weeks 15 through 17, because of all the factors that Vegas takes into account, is it's Indiana uh, Indianapolis actually has a pretty uh, has a better matchups comparatively to the league compared to their one through 14. And just really quick on domes, just in, in warm weather teams in the playoffs. One of the important things there is like, forget about all this shit. It's like, you're just, you're just like, you're taking out the factor of like the nut low weather outcome games that can happen in those, in those late, in those winter months. Like they just can't occur. You can't get some like, you know, horrible weather outcome and then that your quarterback's got to hand the ball off every time in a dome. That's never going to happen. Right. And that's where I think people get tripped up is like, we like the dome environments for that dome reason. But the other reason you like it is because it eliminates the other tail outcome of that. It's not that there's perfect right. weather. It's that it eliminates the other downside risk. Yeah. There. That has nothing to do with Anthony Richardson, how much bags likes him or whether his bags is going to be right or wrong or any of this stuff. It's just, you're, you're eliminating the, the bottom rung of risk, uh, weather risk. And that doesn't mean you just X all those guys out either. Right. Um, no oh shit. Of course I missed that. <laughs> yeah. I DM you a couple times. Uh, it's all good. I saw, uh, I saw, I saw now. We were going to try to hop in the same draft, but we uh, we can continue this conversation. But I do uh, have a little bit of an out, so I wanted to make sure that we got in this draft right away here. Um, so, Brian, because people are asking in the chat, I already kind of said how I was going to start to apply some of that stuff. But are there any, obviously, in your, you know, your auto drafter type stuff, your your back end thing is going to start boosting those guys based on that. That's how your thing's going to, in, in the same way you get a correlation boost, you're going to start getting a little bit of a 15 to 17 relative to one to 14 boost. Is that how it'll work? Yeah, but it won't be back end. You'll be able to, you'll be to, able to adjust it on the front end. Yeah. Okay. And then, and then it'll all work in concert. So like, you know, you'll be getting a little bit more green Bay guys. If you, let's say you jack it all the way up, even if you jack that one all the way up, it's not going to go crazy. Just start taking green Bay guys. It's just gonna. It's just gonna gently, you know, bump them up based on how much you how much you give the slider. And then, right. but, like the cool thing about it is, it's then it works in concert with QB correlation, week seventeen correlation, and so your team your team will still have all this this uh, built into the final outcome without forcing any dramatic ADP gambles. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, that's what everything is, right? The correlation, all this stuff are slight manual boosts up, slight negative boosts down, all of it in concert. And the more players you have on your team, the more information you have to make better boosts and negative 
uh, boost going on. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's not like it sees dome and then just picks them all in the dome. Pretty sure I saw those Eagles at a plus 5%, uh, Brian. So, I mean, I, I have to select AJ Brown. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is, by the way, let me see here. What Did is the this? the Eagles this have is... plus 5%? I, I closed that thing out. Let me. I'm pretty sure they were. This is draft number 55 for me. Brian, last time we drafted on lulls because I'm updating the banner, it was number 14. Time flies. Wow. All the way to number 55 here. You're going to finish well before the season starts, right? Uh We'll see. I've been on a pretty good clip. I feel like I'm averaging around 10 to 11 a week. There are going to be some weeks where I slow down. I'm not going to be doing as many drafts, I believe, 4th of July week. So um, I think I'm on a good pace. I, I don't feel rushed yet. And Underdog keeps releasing new tournaments, which will help keep the BBM fill rate down, which will continue to bide me time, which I, I definitely need. So you're right, Philly, Green Bay, Minnesota. Yeah. Cleveland. Yep. Vegas, Indy. Those okay. are the top. There's other plus ones too, but those are the top. And it's and there's not huge differences we're looking at here too, you know. Like this isn't yeah. um but like think about it. Here's another go ahead and make your pick. Yeah, I, I finally am in a room without a million badges, which means I can take a running back in the second round, seven picks past ADP. Um, continue. So think about it like we're playing DFS. You know, what is the value of a bring back? Um, you know, there, there's some value there, but I'm not sure it's that huge, right? You're, you're praying for a game where like the team gets down and you have the wide receiver who's down on the other side and they need to bomb it to come back. Right. Like that sort of situation happening. Um, because like, you know, your, your opponent's quarterback doesn't throw directly to that wide receiver. So there's no direct correlation there, but this is more of just like a boost to outcomes that we hope are better in the future, mm -hmm. which is so like, it would be like um, playing DFS and you go look at the totals, you go, Oh, this team is projected to score, you know, 28. That's really high. Right. It's, it's kind of similar to that because we, we assume that people are already doing that. Like with the Kansas city example, that yep. it's already baked into the cake at this point. Yeah. These projections and the rankings they're based off of in the ADP, I'm sorry, that the rankings are based off of like everyone kind of already knows that Kansas city is going to score a lot of points. So we're just bumping up the teams that have good situations in the postseason, yeah. which is good, right? Like this is kind of right. like how you would play DFS. Like, Oh, this team's exactly. in a good situation. Who can I get off that team? Right. And I guess I don't really understand this. Justin says, how will movement of the Vegas lines affect your logic? That's like saying, how will Patrick Mahomes getting injured in week 14 affect the logic of me drafting him in this draft? It's like, I don't fucking know. We're making the best possible decisions with the information we have now. We can't account for movement, injuries, all of that stuff down the road, but we can account for the tangible things we have right now. So I get, I get what you're saying, but I think he might be meaning something else. Maybe I'm, okay. maybe you're right and I'm wrong here, but another way to read that is I should be updating this every month or so. Oh, he means like if the lines change in yeah. the next month, of, of course. Yeah, yeah. 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 Which I, which I will, um, unless I, in forget. the same way, if Patrick Mahomes gets hurt at OTAs, that total is going to come right. way, way down and you would update it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, 
Brian, have you been, I know you've been working on some of your DraftKings uh, drafter stuff. Have you been doing any other underdog drafts? Uh, I did. I think I've done one or two since we've done a show. Uh, I did one live one to like answer questions. I'll do, I'll do another one of those. Um, yeah, I meant and, to see how your team, how did, how did your team come out in that one where you did your stream? I don't know. I liked it. Uh, let me, let me, uh, maybe you can critique it. Okay. Let's see if I could find, how do you find what the last one is? Is it like the top of the? Yeah. The most, yeah, it's reverse chronological. I'm so I'm not, I'm trying not to say I'm jinxing MVP Pat. I'm just trying to use a, a an example that gives you a visceral feeling. Um, Wow. Gibbs over Josh Jacobs. Um, I don't know okay. if this one's it, but should I tell you it or do you want to? look at it yeah no yeah read it down to me so fields uh some of these i manually did i think fields <laughs> rogers uh russell wilson okay three quarterback build all some decent capital spent on qbs there um i got i got like almost 10 or more on every adp there uh of value but yeah this I don't love, but Christian McCaffrey, Ramon Stevenson, James Cook, Rashawn Johnson. Okay. Only we got to work on the pronunciations there, but I I, we, I got we, the Ramadre. I got the Roshad. We're good. Roshan, which is that the one I screwed up? I think you said, uh, did you say Ramadre? You have Ramadre, so. there, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. All maybe right. I didn't. Uh, <laughs> maybe it's my thick local dialect, Pete. I think so. Chris, did you get uh, any Falcons on your team? Uh, I don't have any Falcons. Uh, Chris, what is it? Alive? How do you pronounce that? Alave. Alave. Keenan Allen, Gabe Davis, Elijah Moore, Tyler Boyd, KJ Osborne, Nicole Hardham, Tim Patrick. Um, sorry, I was I was making my pick there. That that team sounds and who who are your tight ends? Kyle Pitts, Gerald Everett, Tyler Con Conklin. Okay, and you you have each of those guys. Uh well, you know, you have a uh, Conklin uh stacked up. You have two of your tight ends stacked up there. That sounds nice. Yeah, tight end stack. Um, I got a couple wide receiver stacks too. No premium stacks though. But with Justin Fields, yeah, um, yeah, I made a couple manual changes there too, like while I was drafting. But yes, I'm not sure if that was my last one. I don't really know what. ANS comedy saying here, can we use the tools to play DFS on underdog? I'd love to see the player exposure. If I decide, Oh, does he mean like the daily contests? Yeah. The caddy works for the daily contest. I think that's what he's saying. Uh, yeah, it does work on that. If that's what he's saying. Yeah. 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 I'll yeah, probably the, actually do some, some of those drafts now. Yeah. Um, the thing about the, the way the draft caddy works in the settings, there are some default ones. So like I'm using the default right now, as far as showing your personal exposures, you have to go use this thing here, go to the exposures page, grab them, then it'll update it. And then I'm using the week 16 and week 17 drop down. You don't have to do any extra effort, but if I theoretically wanted to uh, have, I don't know what their astrological sign for every player. And I wanted to put that in a spreadsheet and upload that up and be like, Oh, Travis Etienne's a Gemini like me. You can put whatever information you want, but there are some default things um, if you don't want to do any extra uh, CSV legwork. That's right. Um, my team here through four rounds, and God, does it feel good not to be in just one of my crazy piss boy rooms? Because this is a fun start. AJ Brown, then I get Austin Eckler, 
here, uh, seven picks past ADP. Then I get Josh Jacobs, five picks past ADP. And then Debo Samuel, six picks past ADP. So um, a bunch of guys I like that I never get on the same team together. Thank you to this room for not being um, one of my awful normal streamers. You taking Josh Jacobs and being happy about it this early, <laughs> quite a change from last year. I know, I know. Um, Starkindler says some of the week 16, 17 ones are wrong. Just the home visitor parts. All right. The team will go in the lab. Hmm. Which one? Yeah. Which one Starkindler? Um, somebody else said something in there. I think I lost it though. Um, the, anyway, the chat just I, wants you to name, they just want to listen to you read an NFL phone book at this point, Brian. Uh, don't make me start playing Madden again, learning all the <laughs> Uh, Philadelphia and Chargers. Let's see. I think it's all of them. I noticed that too. The verse and at is reversed. Let's see. What do we got going in this room? I mean, I guess we could do this later, but we can. I mean, I'm I'm happy to uh to keep ripping my draft here. I'm, I'm about to it in a pick. I'm picking at the end of the fifth round here. I'm almost up. Do you think I'm gonna have to keep grabbing some wide receivers here? Got a couple that I like. Um love Godwin, love JSN, although Pittman gives me the Josh Jacobs correlation. Also, Kittle kicking around here if I want to double up the Niners. Um, let's grab Godwin, though, to start, and then we'll see what comes back to us. So I got Austin Eckler at um, at Denver. Mm -hmm. That's right, right? At yeah. Denver in Week 17, yes. I think they're talking about Week 16, they said. Ah, Okay. I think that might have been. Oh, that's because the week 16, I don't think there's any at like at symbols. Yeah, they're not they're not in there. That that's yeah, probably what's throwing there. people. Yeah. 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 I don't I'll be honest, taking guys. Them out of week 17, because it's like who cares? Yeah, I do like how you have the X in there for the dome. That's kind of helpful. Yeah, the X um, is for the dome. Yeah, week yeah, week 16, there's just no at. All right. I'm not even man. I have there's so many players I like here. I love all three players at the top of the board. Um, man, uh, I guess I'm going to take this opportunity to get cheap Michael Pittman correlated with Josh Jacobs. That's generally really important. it is in my, um, generally in my rooms, I think about through like seven rounds, only taking a couple detours away from wide receiver. So I did get two running backs here. The Kittle stuff would have been fun. There's just so many late tight ends. I like, um, Decided to grab the the wide receiver there and uh, give myself some more options coming back around. So San Francisco is kind of playoff neutral. Okay. Minus 1%. Mm -hmm. um, so you got, a, you know, um, a bonus because he's still on Indy, right, Pittman? Mm -hmm. So you got a little playoff bonus with the correlation. So the drafter would have uh probably taken him too. Seattle is home week 17. It might not be all week 17, but somewhere on Pitt at Seattle, Green Bay at Minnesota. There you go. 
And then this um, is week 17 again? Yeah. Uh, Brian, you could check that tab um, where I uploaded the whole schedule in that sheet I shared with you. Uh, Dylan, where do you get the draft caddy? It's in, linked in the description down below, brick75.com. It's Sports HUD. And I believe a new site is in the works. And I'm going to record a tutorial video for it as well um, because I'm just sick of getting asked and uh we got to make this easier for people to uh to get and understand but brick75.com sports hud can i say p2 there's just a certain percentage of the population that no matter how much you do it's still going to get messages yes but i i i like to think that uh the people who watch these streams and watch my stuff are you know right of the the bell curve and so if people have questions it might be a little bit on us with our documentation well, as the guy who's doing most of the uh, customer service here, you're still a bell curve, even with your audience, Pete. All right. All right. Not all these fine people watching here. They're all geniuses, basically. But doesn't right. mean we can't, uh, we can't do it, though. We'll still do that. Um, I like how this is shaking out. I will happily take one of Gabe Davis or Quentin Johnston. Preferably, I think, QJ with my Chargers bet here. But I will do either. Um, he takes David Montgomery. Um, I guess we do have... Yeah, I, I love QJ. Let's do it. So um, the the team through seven rounds right now, Austin Eckler, Josh Jacobs. Uh, I heard double anchor RBs that include Austin Eckler are in fact the skeleton key to winning millions of dollars. Wide receiver, AJ Brown, Debo Samuel, Chris Godwin, Michael Pittman, Quinton Johnston. What were you going to say? I was going to say, you know, you need a uh, quarterback, right? Shit. And uh, I did forget that in fantasy in general, it's pretty good strategy. Chat wanted me to get an Anthony Richardson share. Uh, this very blessed who just reached for him, you know, 12 picks ahead of AP, clearly doesn't know that their uh, week 15 through 17 team total average is sub 20. He, he didn't get that. Wait, well. yeah, but it's comparatively, it's better <laughs> than their one through 14. Okay, now, now I'm back in. He did he did pay attention to that. Um, yeah, but like, but like, I still think like going through it and going like, oh my God, Philadelphia has scores they have a high total Vegas total in week 17 it's like yeah they have a high total in every week comparatively pretty much like yeah. is it higher compared to their week 1 through 14 are they in good matchups for whatever reason Vegas thinks they are they actually happen to be so that's a really a really good uh stack um i think right now is mm -hmm. is Philly cuz they're just high in general and they're high compared to their 1 through 14 um uh, do they have any dome uh or, or good weather let's take a look so philly for the playoffs they're at seattle so that could go either way in mid-december then they're home versus the giants and home versus the Cardinals. so they have no dome games no really clean weather spots but i'm seeing they're playing new york am i in the wrong week yeah, in 16 16 okay that's not good no and then home versus arizona that's um, not good. 
one thing I wanted to ask you, Brian, because we were uh -huh. talking about this on ship chasing last night and we were kind of using DFS analogy as far as like the analogy I brought up is, you know how when Tyree kill was on the chiefs and that like stacking up Patrick Mahomes, Tyree kill and Travis Kelsey was like really hard to do salary cap wise. Cause they'd all be like nine K and it would chew through so much of your salary thinking through that as maybe a way to port it over to what is your thoughts on spending your first three round picks on one offense? Because the Eagles are a team where that's happening this year, where a lot of people get excited when they can get AJ Brown, Jalen hurts and Devonta Smith, but yeah. you have to use your first three picks. And I just like, I've never gotten super excited about that triple premium because it just seems like so much capital devoted to one team, but we were going back and forth on this last night. And I'm curious how you think about it. I, I think the only way to do that is to test it and look like, cause you also have the problem that everyone else knows that you've mentioned this to me before, like Josh Allen digs or something like that. It's like, it's like Josh Allen going up a little bit because a lot of digs guys can easily take them to stack with them. Mm -hmm. And I don't know the exact percentage of like, okay, if, you know, seven spots, it's worth it here. Or how many spots of ADP is worth the correlation? But yeah. there is some sort of number, and you could probably get a good rule of thumb eventually if you if you do the legwork. I just in, I'd just be guessing. And then this is where it goes into maybe using some of this stuff to help break a tie. Like, do you want to devote your top three picks to this team? Let me see what I'm going to do here in this draft. Um. Hmm. So quarterback wise, I'm probably going to be. I'm going to have to set up some kind of later stack because I don't have a ton of other stacking options other than my San Francisco. But I really like Pat Fryermuth. That will open me up for something with Kenny Pickett later if I need. I don't think there's anything else I'm missing here. A.J. Dillon's fine as well. I could take Daniel Jones. But let's just see what quarterback comes back. We're going to grab Pat Farmuth here. Um, but then I was saying the Eagles one's an interesting, right? Because by the relative to 15 through 17, they're getting boosted because their playoff matchup, Seattle, Giants, Arizona, those look like easy matchups on paper. But then you go the other way with the weather. No clean weather games. It, that Honestly, the example where that we're, now that we're going through it, I think we need another slider. I think we need a, like a, a weather risk slider. Mm -hmm. I think that makes sense. I think I think you got to have that. Like, I I mean, obviously Philly looks great because they're already a high scoring team and they got good matchups. But things could go wrong, and like you don't want to be. So let's say you do the the three stack, the three first round Eagle stack. Go ahead, take your team. Everyone's on. I saw a tweet about Gibson. Who who did that? Herzig or somebody? Yeah, he's, yeah. He, he's did it. To, uh, I didn't take him because of Herzig. I took him because I have Debo no, Samuel. No, no. Just do whatever that guy says. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was I saying? Uh, fuck no, I can't remember. Oh, let's say you take the Hertz Brown. Who's who's the third person there? Devonta Smith. Yeah. Devonta Smith. Okay. Uh, and then it's you know thirty below in Philly in week 17 and they hand the ball off 40 times <laughs> you're sitting there in dead last with your shot at 3 million because right. you just got the nut low draw of weather uh that's not going to happen in I don't know New Orleans whatever right 
You can get some weird ones in in Florida though, with the weather, with the wind and stuff, and hurricanes and shit like that. Um. So maybe they're not. You know, we'll have we'll have, we'd have to like figure out exactly how to adjust it. They'd be like an eight out of ten or something. You know. Right. Yeah, let's let's work on that because I want that was even when I was putting that together, Brian. I remember being like, some of these are scoring way better than I think relative to some of the weather stuff. So we got to find a way to. to so I, that. I I think it's okay to do it this way too if we end up doing it this way because even let's say it gives you a point bump or something in your team yeah. total because you're playing in a dome. According to it, we're we're trying we're playing best ball right. So like there's this other element of we don't want to get f- fucked um within reason too again like everyone takes these things and they go oh then i'm gonna draft you're only gonna draft off that it's just like this is just a small piece of all these pieces adding it together it's like if you have a if you have a you know the same two guys wide receivers you don't care like take the guy in the dome if they're you know all else being equal so like it'll just lower your risk however you're comfortable with too so the user will be able to pick it and then there'll be a default setting which we think's best but um I definitely think it's okay and it's not double counting when you're considering the risk aspect of weather and in a, in a second adjustment, which is just that team total compared to their weeks one through 14. And right. I already think the high scoring ones is baked, is baked in. Um, right. You know, you could tell me I'm wrong, but uh, I'd need to see the, the data mm-hmm. uh, where that's not baked in. But like just thinking Pat Mahomes, you know, the Eagles and the Chiefs are high scoring, so I'm gonna stack them week 17. I don't think is any sort of edge. Yeah. Uh I agree. Um, for my for the audio listeners here about to pick at the back end of the eleventh round, I have a 0361 build. Eckler, Josh Jacobs, Antonio Gibson at running back, wide receiver, AJ Brown, Debo Samuel, Chris Godwin, Michael Pittman, Quentin Johnson, Gabe Davis, the rare room where I actually get to select wide receivers I like past ADP. And now I get another running back. I'm excited to select here, uh, Elijah Mitchell, uh, past ADP, building out my 49ers, commanders stuff as well. So, God, it feels good to do a draft with about a bunch of fucking sicko, bad brigade, (laughs) piss boys. We were just, um, someone on Discord was just talking to me about he thinks it's a bigger edge to play with the piss boys than to play with a random group because you could like you're not fighting for stacks since everyone's trying to get their own stacks anyways yeah uh i would like that person to do 150 of them in those rooms and then get back to me uh but but theoretically there are advantages you do get on even like even the running back combos i get are so so much different you are getting if you assume you know the rest of the draft rooms go in a typical way generally the fact that there's this cohort of drafts that seem to go even much different is, is pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to grab Jalen Warren here and we are likely done at running back. Austin Eckler, Josh Jacobs, Antonio Gibson, Eli Mitchell, Jalen Warren. We got Warren and Fryermuth on a Steelers bet Mitchell and Debo on a Washington bet. I like how this is shaking out. I but, do think yeah, um, that to stay idea. in your lane. It this I feel is way more applicable. Like if you want to like control those variables in the underdog playoff contests, whereas like I did the what was it like the two hundred and fifty dollar 
draft and it was all bad throws and no one sniped anyone. Like we all stayed in our lane, hyper correlated on our one or two team sets, no snipes whatsoever. And then you get in the random rooms and people are taking six players from six different teams and it's chaos. I guess it's a little harder to see the staying in your lane play out in underdog drafts, partly because people are so anchored to ADP that even if you're staying in your lane, if a guy slips 10 picks past ADP, he's generally getting scooped up. Well, and that'll, yeah, I, I do think there needs some more expo, uh, exploration in that uh, theory. I, I, I honestly think there's probably something to that, actually. Mm-hmm. That playing with a bunch of sharp people actually can help you. Your playoff, your playoff, uh, not your advance rate, but your playoff team uh, correlation. The chat wants to see the team from the six hole. I'll be honest. I've been talking to Brian and worrying about my team. I haven't looked at this board, but Patrick Mahomes did go in the first round, not worried about any of my hypothetical injuries to him in OTAs. Derrick Henry in round two, fine. DJ Moore at 30, that's a reach. Ayuk at 43, probably fine. Pitts ahead of ADP around. Pacheco seems fine. Nice value on Lockett. Rodgers a couple rounds early. Jamal Williams a couple rounds early. Odell Beckham, worst pick on the board. Algier, um, right. So this guy is just drafting he likes basically everyone olds. just two olds and two rounds ahead of adp yeah um there you go let's see here did you uh did you forget about that you need a Quarter. quarterback shit i do keep forgetting i just i keep worrying about all these other positions and i keep forgetting you you're supposed yeah like you need to start one or you don't get any points um you didn't you didn't see i'm, I'm actually using the brick uh auto drafter and um it, i i did the zero qb slider where it's uh, gonna actually give me zero zero qbs actually you could do that yeah if you did <laughs> zero zero forced by round 10 or yeah that's possible yeah no wait no it's not well, maybe it is. I don't know. There might be a way you could set up where you don't get a QB. Yeah. I think I might end up reaching for a QB here by ADP just because I don't want to get sniped on it coming back and he'll be after ADP in the 15th. And this draft is breaking so clean for me that I think I can afford it. I'm at a five six two build. Actually, I want to look at one thing here. Okay. Um, yeah, fourteen fifteen. I have five more picks. Three are going to be quarterbacks. I'm probably looking at a three five seven three build. A double. A double uh, onesie triple. That's not how, how, how would I phrase that double triple onesie? I don't know. I'll have to workshop that. <laughs> have you thought about like literally zero QB as my last three picks? No, just no QBs. I don't think that I, I do believe it'll force you to take one based on like positional requirements. It won't let you leave a draft without at least one. Really? Yeah. That's some bullshit underdog. <laughs> I, I believe I'm wrong. Someone someone correct me if I'm wrong. I I I feel like I would have seen a screenshot of a a zero QB team if that was allowed. I believe it's huh. not. Yeah. 
makes you take one. Um, Pete's next swole cast challenge should be to build around Adam Thielen. God, that 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 challenge would suck. My challenge yesterday, Brian, I got um a four tight end challenge, which uh I've been reluctant to do, but I did it and it wasn't even that bad. Mm. DraftKings, I could definitely see four tight ends. DraftKings, I'd I'd probably minimum do four. I, I love tight ends on DraftKings. Yeah. The for sure on DraftKings, the, you know, the Simbros, I guess the stuff Leone looked at Dan Zach, who fucking will take five tight ends in a draft, which I still refuse can be right. Both of them seem to say their stuff indicates that four tight end builds are perfectly viable. So hmm. if the nerds say it's fine, who am I to fucking argue? Yeah. I mean, hmm. I mean, honestly, some of these like ninth, 10th wide receivers you get are like, they're pretty shitty, but yeah. You never knew. Yep. Um, da, da, da. What do we got? Uh, Smash Calvin Austin. I have been, I did see the hype on uh, Calvin Austin out of Steelers camp. He at least is a name I have feathered away so I don't have to take Allen Robinson ever again. Sammy is going to get the draft caddy extension. Sounds good, Sammy. Hit up Brian for tech support. He does do 24 <laughs> 7 tech support. <laughs> I'll come over. <sighs> Fix it personally, like yeah. um, those Best Buy Geek Squad or whatever. Pete, um, damn it, I had a, I had a best ball question for you, and and I'll get it in a second. It was really important too. Oh, okay, I'm here for you. Let's see if I can you. recall it before the end of this draft. Um, I will have. Oh, uh, I remember now. oh go ahead. Yeah, yeah, hit me. Actually, this this isn't really that much of a question as a statement. And then, what do you think about it? Is I think best ball bros don't like rearranging their rankings because they feel better by scrolling down and taking like a Calvin Austin, you know, it's making up and going like, mm, I'm smarter than everyone. I scrolled down and took Calvin Austin. It's like, why wouldn't you just go and redo your rankings and then save it? I do kind of like that theory. Mm -hmm. The only thing I would poke the hole in it, I think a lot of the hardcore best ball bros just draft off of ADP and they're not even using, using rankings. Uh, I'm talking best ball bros who stream, I guess then. Okay. Who stream. Yeah. Cause they like, going, I'm going to go down for Calvin Austin. <laughs> this is <laughs> to my show off. Well then why, if you know that, just why don't you move him up and move everyone else up? You like, why are you scrolling down at all? Like your your okay. shit should be done. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, let's see here. I was going to take Curtis Samuel. If he fell, I was going to do one more wide receiver in this build. Maybe I will build out my Houston stuff here too, just to see if I have a backdoor double that will leave me Stroud. It will leave me Howell. Are there any other quarterback outs I need to leave myself here? We add John Mechie to the squad as my seventh wide receiver. So what do you got left? Two QBs, one tight end? Yeah, and I have... Oh, you're still rocking the Jalen Warren. Uh, that was your guy last year. That was your Kelvin Austin last year. <laughs> that, that was my show off. I'm a streamer. Look how right. far I'm going to scroll down. I got to scroll down a little bit yeah. and take Warren. Nobody yeah. knows about him. Why don't exactly. you just move him up then? Yeah. Uh, no. This, and this is JGFC, you know, I do, uh, I don't use the queue because the queue is, I, I call it a billboard and, you know, I, not in this room, but in general, there will be people who will gleefully 
snipe me. Uh, on, that that, on that is actually a legitimate. Uh, <laughs> you, I mean, I, I don't think most of the best ball streamers have the following and and snipers as you do, Pete. So, but yeah, sure, that's fair enough. And I do think I'm going to have to get creative here because ATAV took uh, Brock from me. Um, 10 picks ahead of ADP unstacked. Thank you for that, uh, sir. <laughs> um, How many San Francisco? Oh, yeah, Debo. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can take Trey Lance eventually. Ruin. I can you. just ruin everything I, mm -hmm. I stand for. Just donate $25 to the community. I mean, I, I feel like I'm just constantly donating $25 to the community. I mean, all I do is give, 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 give. Um, I, uh, I can't mess around. Kyler goes. Uh, we got to grab Sam Howell now. Yeah. Um, what is your Kyler exposure? I didn't look at it. Ooh, when he was still that's available. a good question. I have a little bit. I've definitely been forced into him sometimes. Four percent. Mm, okay. Which it feels about right. I don't think I want to be even with the field on him. He's almost three. He is. Yeah. But I mean, based off this new playoff. Uh, schedule adjustment we were talking about at the beginning of the show not looking too good for kyler or the cardinals they're like the worst team and then in the best ball playoffs they're the even worse than that so like they're yeah big red flag and that's when he's supposed to be like back in in full form that would actually be interesting to look at that those totals and see are they like are they projecting like at some point like week six and on he's back or whatever. I wonder how those totals account for that specifically. Yeah. Wouldn't be too hard to look. Um, um the light of truth wants to know if you are gonna max BBM four, Brian. Yeah, probably at this point. Now that I got the tool. Um yeah. And then I'll probably throw in if I have the time Sunday, I'll do some. I'll do like ten. Because yeah. I'm assuming they're going to be like 100K to first, maybe even more. Week one will probably be even higher than that. Yeah. Oh, man. My third quarterback options got gross. I, I took Baker yesterday, man. Taking another Baker share feels feels real shitty. Maybe I do. I might just take Desmond Ritter just naked. Naked. I could. I could rock a two tight end build here and go like do something like Cordero Patterson with Ritter. People are starting to get me excited about Cordero Patterson as a flyer. Hmm. What do you what? think, chat? Should I do a two tight end build or get to three? And then you're doing what, four QBs? No, just three QBs. Who would you spend the other tight end on? So the tight end option I would do is, unless he's gone... Noah Fant gone? No. So I would do Noah Fant as my bring back with my pit stuff because I don't have any Seattle bring back right now. Um, so I'm basically deciding, I think I'm going to be taking Desmond Ritter regardless. The question is, do I want to get some correlation with him um, with Cordero Patterson as a sixth running back or just get Noah Fant for the pit thing? Hmm. The chat wants me to do Mac Jones and Henry. Hmm. I would do four QBs <laughs> probably. Would you? If I wasn't going to pick up another tight end. Mm. I do have the Buffalo with Gabe Davis 
I think I've spooked myself on the, <laughs> the New England weather. Um, but you guys are probably right. I think the cleanest there, as far as my correlations, is Mac Jones to a New England tight end. I believe that makes sense. Pro yeah, because both tight ends are on the board, and I still have no fans, so I'll probably take Mac Jones. New New England's neutral on their on their playoff team total change, just I, if that matters. I also think um I think Mac Jones's ADP is gonna move up a smidge if DeAndre Hopkins signs there, which is they are the leader in the clubhouse right now. Um, so I think people who take DeAndre Hopkins will now be more likely to grab Mac Jones as a stacking candidate. Um, Mac Jones does go that, that makes it easy for me. Then I don't have to, and, and Ritter went, holy cow. Um, I'm going to punt this quarterback decision and grab Noah Fant first. Wow. This, this decision got made very easily for me. Now who's my quarterback? It might, is this where I take my Trey Lance share? It might be where I have to take my Trey Lance share. God damn it. Who would you, if you don't take Trey Lance, I mean, I guess you don't want to get sniped. But. I, I could take Baker with, with, uh, all right, chat, let me hear it. Lance or Baker play Lance as the starter with Debo and Eli Mitchell week 17, or do you play it Baker Mayfield through Godwin? Do you know another thing I think that's pretty hard with all this stuff that the, the, the auto drafter does Pete is like with new England, there's like, um, I don't know. I remember one draft, but like there's players who are like both their week 16, like they could, it'll, 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 uh, it'll add 16 and 17 together. So like, if you got a guy who's playing your running back in week 17 and one of your wide receivers in week 16, like that's cumulative bonus, right? Cause you got two bringbacks two right. correlation spots there. And it's kind of mm -hmm. hard to keep all that shit in your head. Yeah. Uh, and we're not even <laughs> talking about these other ones we're adding. And how did, how did I just get sniped on Baker Mayfield? How, <laughs> did, how does that happen? Uh, wow. I, I never thought in my life I would, I'm sorry guys. I don't, I don't really get the Tannehill stuff. What do you got? What are you guys seeing with Tannehill here? Uh, that's who I was going to suggest, but I didn't want to get made fun of. So what the chat wants me to get a Tannehill share. All right. Sure. I can blame this one on the chat. There you go for the slappies. I think, what are you guys galaxy braining? I'm trying to, where do you want Tannehill to play in this? Or you guys just like him straight up to Lance? I guess it's the same fucking pick. Mm. <clears throat> B-Day Tanny, what could go wrong? All right. Teams in the books. Uh, I don't know how I just got sniped on fucking Mac Jones and Desmond Ritter. Like, what what world are we in? Baker um, Mayfield. Um, you got sniped on another guy too earlier. Yeah, I was gonna take uh, Brock Purdy. That that was the one I really wanted. Uh, and ATAV here. Uh, are you watching ATAV? I feel like your picks were all meme snipe picks here. Um, but my final team, I still like it, um, even though the quarterback landing didn't uh, feel as what good. What does uh, Leone's research show on sniping and the EV of it? I mean, if you're if you're reaching ahead of ADP, it is uh, you are you are just hurting yourself. Mm. I don't know. I think um, it's plus EV, plus EV, just for vibes based emotionally. Uh, you know, yeah. yeah. All right. Here's the recap of the team. My fifty fifth. Uh, 
draft here in the books. Three quarterbacks, five running backs, seven wide receivers, three tight ends. Kenny Pickett, Sam Howell, Ryan Tannehill. Jeez, what a room. Uh, love my running backs. Austin Eckler, Josh Jacobs, Antonio Gibson, Eli Mitchell, Jalen Warren. Dare I say a perfect, near-perfect running back room. Wide receivers, A.J. Brown, Debo Samuel, Chris Godwin, Michael Pittman, Quentin Johnston, Gabe Davis, John Mechie. I like that. Oh, yeah, I got sniped on C.J. Stroud, too. Fucking every stack I set up. Um, in tight end, Pat Fryermuth, Dalton Schultz, Noah Fant. You know what? I am going to go back and agree with the chat on the stay-in-your-lane stuff because in my regular drafts, all my wide receivers are gone, but I can generally get whatever stacks I want. In this room, I got all these values that I loved and just people fucking taking the most bizarre-ass quarterback pick. So I guess it cuts both ways. Yeah. Well, if you, it, I think if you don't think the market's as efficient – I think the stay in your laners are more accurate mm -hmm. because like, who cares if you got 10 picks of ADP, if we don't think it's very efficient in general or very efficient right now, specifically, mm -hmm. then the stay in lane, your bro bros have a better argument. Yep. Um, all right, Brian, we're going to say it again. Draft caddy, lots of updates coming, including the auto drafter for DraftKings. That is all at brick75.com slash sports Anything else people need to know about that right now, Brian? No, then we're just then from there, we're just going to make more and more improvements, kind of try to get it whatever, more accurate, more efficient, you know, especially these edges that we think are the people aren't taking advantage of yet. Mm -hmm. So Hopefully, you know, it's something worth worth doing, not just as uh, a, what's it called? Like, uh, you know, a, a slightly better autopilot, you know, right. so hopefully I think already it's better than that. But that, I mean, cause that's what I want it for. I want, I want, I want to sit here for 150 hours doing these drafts. I'll do some of them, some of them I won't, but I want to get in there and gamble and that's kind of what it's for, but we're going to keep making it better. It'll, it'll be cool by the Hopefully in a couple more weeks will be even better. There you go. Um, and I know we're joking about uh, not wanting to help people with the thing, but hit, hit us up at the Discord. We'll help you out. I was helping someone figure out how to do the uh, the Chrome extension uh, upload. Um, the instructions are good on the main page, but I understand there's some little quirks um, that sometimes people miss. So just feel free to right. shoot us a message. Happy to help you out. Um, this audio will be up on the Lowell's podcast feed. Uh, anything else I'm forgetting here, Brian? Um, I'll have MMA projections and ownership free on the site too. Nice. That's there you go. That's about oh, and we we do a pod download audio too for this. Yep. I will be back tonight doing a double header with Ben Gretsch, my co-host on Ship Chasing. We're gonna do a randomizer draft uh, at 8 p.m. Eastern on the channel. You can get some of those prompts in. I'm gonna be boozing a little bit tonight. Should be a fun show. And then we're gonna go right in back to back, best ball after dark interview. Uh have been really enjoying that. Those shows are for YouTube members. Just chop it up with my friends. Um, because I'm incapable of calling them and having a phone conversation. I just use these shows to catch up and see what's going on. And then I think Gretchen and I will also hop in a Best Ball Mania 4 draft naturally. Appreciate you guys hanging out in the chat. Hope you have a great rest of your weekend. We'll see you guys next Thursday. For Brian, I'm Pete. Have a great weekend.
for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.